What's up, everybody? It's Cover Robots and DJ PDX Blue. Welcome back. Hello. To Hello. It's, we're no longer level. frozen. We're no longer frozen. Yeah. We are no DJ's longer back. frozen. Although yeah. I still have the the uh, slideshow of pictures of you that we can do. Yeah, that's a little terrifying. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Not gonna lie. But um. <sighs> I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're um, unfrozen and you have power back. Yes. Yes. And now that we have access to the internet and all the other fun things that go along with being back on stream, um, including other people's in inane bullshit, which is fun. Uh, let's go ahead and get the disclaimers out of the way. Today's show is brought to you by the number 18. The sign plus is rated M for mature if you're over the age of 18. Be a responsible viewer and use headphones. Some of the content or language you use here is not going to be appropriate for members of your household. If you're under the age of 18, be a responsible viewer. Ask mom, dad, parent, guardian, or the nuns that adopted you whether or not you're allowed to watch this program. They'll say no. Right? Exactly. Listen, I have the sense that you're dealing with some stuff here. That 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 you're frustrated about some stuff. And it, it you know, feels like it could be an etiquette conversation. I feel like it could. And it goes along with our, fi you know, it's our final show of the month for November. I mean, for what? Oh, my God. I'm 42. Happy birthday to me. As the, dang it, as the final episode for the month of February and our whole, the, the this month's theme has been uh, that we want to be talking about, you know, what are you, what are you making for content and why? How can you make it better and and etc. Blah blah blah. Part of that means managing your brand in a way that is going to be advantageous to yourself and the companies that you work with, and not and and thinking thinking a little bit outside of your god how do i say this without sounding like a complete asshole it's important when we represent ourselves on social media that we try and take a look from at situations from as many sides as possible and just because you feel like this is true or you've bought into whatever propaganda somebody else has thrown in front of you and you've just believed it regurgitating other people's crap is not being trendy it's not being edgy it's being ridiculous and it's wasting people's time um i've muted so many people it's not even funny uh over this last uh, especially over this last week just mm. some of the things i've seen people saying people were making fun of texas for their situation and that like people are freezing to death it's not a funny situation and while i was extremely extremely cold and a little worried when we went through some shit here the truth is i didn't have it nearly as bad as everybody does in texas mm -hmm. and some of them are still going through that in texas and that's not not good it's bad it's real bad so when you are representing a community that identifies um there goes my dogs <laughs> uh how do I say this? When you're representing a community that you feel is underrepresented uh, and doesn't have a strong enough representation 
shit in the world, the last thing you need to be doing is weighing the movement down by being as hostily toxic and uneducated when tweeting. Intolerance <laughs> should not be used to fight intolerance. It just shouldn't. It's not the way it goes. No. Um, I don't want to call people out, but like you and I had an interaction. Well, you had an interaction with somebody that uh, I I knew that I was going to that I, it was not going to be the wisest choice for me to have gotten involved in the conversation, mm. so I just didn't. Yeah, you brought um, it to my attention, and I was like, I can't yeah. not say something. This is so ridiculous, yeah. and it's frustrating. It's real frustrating when you see these things happen. Um, because it's yeah, I don't I don't really know how else to say it. It's frustrating because it's ignorant. Yeah, it's <sighs> and there. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was like, and, and to to put this into perspective, because I've seen this thrown around, and this person put this out there, uh, saying that hey. If you have the words no politics in your stream, how did exactly did it say? It said, uh, it's, uh, I can pull it up. If, if, if you have no politics and, and your stream rules, it means you're just hiding the fact that you're racist and bigoted and. Right. It's, according to them, it is a way of saying that, hey, you're going to be allowing or just not addressing issues of racism, homophobia, transphobia, sexism, ageism, all the isms, all the bad things. The thing is, that's not politics. Those are called human rights, societally important issues that are relevant to how we get along, how we evolve and how we continue to coexist with people who may not share our vision of what the world needs to be. And so a lot of people jump in and said, look, it's not, that's not the case. No politics means no politics. I don't give a shit if you vote red or blue and I don't want you talking about it in my chat because honestly, it's not a place for me to have a conversation about it in my chat, my chat, my rules. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with these other issues. And the fact that this person, who I'll be honest, is a very small streamer, has the gall and audacity to try and lay this out there as if to shame people into siding with them, or as if for some reason to paint themselves as the authority on this because they're an underrepresented, they're part of an underrepresented community. I'm sorry, but. That's so unbelievably wrong, it's not even funny. And it's not funny. It's grossly negligent and inappropriate. So, yeah. Um, but it's frustrating because you watch, and it's important, especially as you're setting up your brand and you're setting up your channel and you're making sure that you are doing what's right and owning your own truth and living and walking that walk, that you're not doing so in a way that either... That is that is without the possibility of being wrong. Other people have how they perceive things. Just because you don't perceive things the same way isn't mm. wrong. But please, 
don't be so arrogant as to think that you have all the answers and that your answers are the only way to think about a situation because that's not the case this, the, the way this tweet reads is like a zoomer who didn't think it all the way through and I, yeah. I have it up now and it says I don't think I have seen it stated explicitly yet uh, explicitly yet so no, quote unquote no politics is just an easy guise for you to hide your racism homophobia, transphobia, ableism bigotry etc. This isn't political it's never been political so let's stop hiding and call it what it is smiley face emoji and that is there's so many things wrong with it but the main thing that's wrong with it is that he's he's condemning people for bigotry when he's making a bigoted statement saying that everybody who says no politics is just a racist or right. a bigot which that's... is bigotry <laughs> like mm -hmm. the statement in itself is bigoted and there was quite a few people who took issue with that Yes. And the funny thing is, that tweet is still standing. It is. He's just letting it happen. And th there was people coming through agreeing people, with him. Well, and because they want to try and be on the right side of activism. They want to try and be on the right side of a topic that they feel is important. And I want to make a very clear statement. I think that dealing with addressing and calling people out for mm -hmm. a myriad of different styles, types, and sizes of, of intolerance... Um, is important, and we're seeing it happen more and more lately. And it's it's great. You people need to be called on their shit. Shitty people need to realize we're tired of you being shitty. Mm. However, this this is not help. And while some people want to get on the back of an activist moment and go like, "Hey, we're fighting for these people's rights," or "We're fighting for this," or "We want to make sure that you understand that we're here and we're not going to be scared." Great, you yeah. can do so without trying to perpetuate a a lie b an uneducated statement and c any type of all-encompassing uh rhetoric that is geared and designed to shame people that's mm. not how you do this when you're talking about hey things to consider because i literally started i've been watching and these people who are quote-unquote activists there's a lot of them who are out there that there's a difference between activism and drama. There mm -hmm. is a difference between those two things. One finds opportunities to engage and educate or create an inviting or engaging conversation so that you can create an environment where one can learn how to better communicate and why certain styles or types of communications may be in fact harmful or inconsiderate. Then there's the drama. The drama is the loud, beat you in the forehead with a brick kind of a people who are just there for the engagement because the louder and more extreme you get, the more people that are going to engage with your tweet yeah. or the more people that are going to engage on the topic. Whether or not those engagements are indicative of, hey, that's a good point or that's a shitty take on the situation. It seems to be these types of messages are designed solely for the purpose of getting attention not actually addressing the problem. Yeah, and they think that's fact, what activism is. Just, just some of us just don't feel comfortable. Yeah, some of us don't feel comfortable talking about politics. I don't want to talk about Democratic, Republican, liberal, conservative, anything on my show. And every once in a great blue moon, it ends up becoming the topic of conversation and we don't really have 
a choice to, aside from to just address it and move on. But again, your channel, your rules. If that's the way you want to run your channel, congratulations, run your channel in that way. Mm-hmm. But do not expect other people to subscribe to your interpretation of a myriad of misconceptions that you're going to put out there on Twitter. Well, that doesn't mean anybody else has to obey it or respect it. We get it. You have a point of view. Congratulations. Yeah. That's neat. But under no certain circumstances should you ever consider the fact that, hey, everything you just said is absolutely correct. Nope. Not even the truth. No, it, it's, it, yeah. It's it's a, such a frustrating, It was I was so angry. My first, my original tweet, because I did respond to the person, was much nastier than the one that I ended up posting. That it was just like, what's the point? And it's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's even, you can see him in the replies, um, like, getting, feeling vindicated because people are like, yeah. But then you can also see that there's 400 and some likes and only 36 comments, which means people aren't willing to go on the record saying, yeah, you're right. Or, well, or they liked it and then they realized, oh shit, that's stupid. Like that's that's a wrong. That's actually exactly the wrong thing to to say, uh, and then just didn't say anything. Well, and part of that is anytime you want to bring something up and say, hey, this means you're you're justifying or substantiating racist, you know, racist tendencies, any type of intolerant tendencies, societally speaking. Mm. Well. You can put down there that using paper towels to wipe your ass is indicative of systemic racism. It Just doesn't like make math. it true. Right. It doesn't make it true. <laughs> but if you say we need to be fighting systemic racism by recognizing these following behaviors are indicative of this, that, or the other thing. But it doesn't make it true. It's inflammatory. And you fail to meet the needs of I would say of the effort to educate or to create an engaging conversation so that you can have an open dialogue about these topics that is important. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who don't want to be intolerant or don't realize that some of their ingrained methods of communication are somewhat intolerant in and of themselves. But we have to learn how to change those behaviors. We have to be given the opportunity to be provided the information instead of lambasted, judged, and, you know, hung out to dry simply because, oh, you misworded something. But at the same time, when you go and look through different people, there, I, and I, it was, I was, there's several people that I was just, I went through and looked at their Twitters and thought, it's not even worth getting involved in the conversation. Mm. I don't... Like this, this is not somebody who's looking to have a conversation or to engage in a dialogue in order to help educate them on a better way to go about saying this and to understand why it is they think that politics and human rights, basic human rights, have to be hand in hand. And that sometimes no politics just means no politics. Yeah. So if you're not somebody who's making a point of engaging in those types of conversations, most likely somebody's not going to get involved in the conversation. So all the people who liked it, 
I, I don't know what to say to them. But if they're fans or they are people like some of the replies that we saw who real thought, oh, well, I've had this in here. That's not what I meant, but I'm sorry if I offended you. Mm -hmm. I like a lot Great. of them are just the, I, I did appreciate a lot of them saying the human yeah. rights comment. Like it's not, you're, you're not using the right language, but yes, it is yeah. frustrating <clears throat> when somebody is trying to be take a righteous stand and, and say something that'll get engagement. This is why I hate Twitter. Mm -hmm. This uh, I'm beginning to, yeah, it's beginning to get, get in my last nerve lately, honestly. Twitter has become useless to me. Like, yes. And, and, and I'm kind of just uninterested in it anymore. You know, I'll, I'll, I would say I would put my thoughts somewhere else, but everything else is just pictures. So I'll I'll just I'll just say it live. <laughs> I'll just say it in in video or something on YouTube, yeah. or in with a with a like this picture on Instagram. Uh, saying I'm going live. Mm -hmm. I'm going live. Peace yeah, line. I needed. I should be doing more of those. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure that they work. I don't, I'm not sure that, I mean, I feel like they get way more engagement than, than a going live tweet and stuff like that. Although if you do, if you do a going live tweet correctly, yep. you can get stuff, but it's just, hello, penguin, penguin cosplay. Um, hello, what's up? It's just all the, the whole idea of, it's just social media is so stupid. And I feel like it's in a, it's, it's. We're in a moment where it's changing again. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bar it's it's kind of bonkers. You know, there's there's another thing that's also happening that's coming and changing, which has been an interesting point of conversation with a lot of people I know. Um, and that is the upcoming release on the first or launch on the first of uh Glimish or Glimesh or G Lime Sh I'm not sure how to say it. To be Mixer. There we go. Um, <laughs> Mixer 2.0 is coming, apparently. And, and there's a lot of people who are really excited about it. And they've got their marketing out there already and sending out T-shirts and care packages. Um, and I am... I have... I have I'm probably going to try and stream there at some point once or twice to see how it is. But to be fair, to be honest... Um, I'm a little terrified about of it. No, not in a bad way. I don't have any reason to, to distrust it. However, with the experience of everything that happened with Mixer, mm -hmm. and Mixer was backed by a mega conglomerate, mega conglomerate corporation, mm -hmm. like, and it folded like that mm -hmm. after years. Mm -hmm. years of effort thousands upon thousands of fans and viewers lost it yep so twitch is, has been here for how how long almost two decades you know i mean including justin tv including justin tv it's origins because sure. even with even with beam i mean mixer was five years was four four and a half five years old five years old yeah justin when tv went away in 2013 and when did that pop up? Like 2008? Like shortly after YouTube? I thought it was earlier than that. Maybe it's... Was it? Because YouTube yeah. popped up in I'll like 2007. 
Um, about this. Let's get up. Um, I know it's it's there's a bunch of new streaming platforms and there's also actually you know what actually is Mixer 2.0. So Twitch originally launched its public beta on June 6th of 2011. Okay. So right, that was. So, yeah. Justin TV. When did that come out? Two thousand seven, March March nineteenth, two thousand seven. Same okay, year so as YouTube. Years. So mm -hmm. so fifteen years total, um, and that is that's a long, but that's at least a solid history. And you know they're they're they are locked in. They're a massive cornerstone. Mm -hmm. So you've got blemish, and my concern is. We don't really know who the backers are, what kind of financial throughput or verification or or, or backbone they've got. And I'll, it'll be interesting to see how it performs. If they've got FTL down and, you know, we don't have to deal with some of the situations here, it's like, like we do on Twitch, it would be interesting. And I'm, mm -hmm. But I am not willing at this time. For me, I'm a little hesitant to subject my community to another move. That just... Especially so so recent after all the progress we've made here, to have mm. to do that again, I'm not sure that that's the best idea to ensure viability. Yeah, but I see why people want to return to that sense of community because here we're kind of lost, mm -hmm. and there's a there's a visibility issue. You're a very small fish in a very large ocean. Yeah, it's you know what's interesting too is little things. I uh, in the past two weeks, Facebook has started doing creator camp stuff, like hmm. just live workshops. And today's I got an email for it. It was something is something building your brand or whatever. But they're sitting there with Facebook, the Facebook marketing team, and giving lessons on how to build a brand. And and then and so there's another smart. one about just teaching you live video production fundamentals and stuff like that. Like they're they're mm -hmm. truly investing in their in their base, you know, which I think is yeah. really cool. Um, it says here that Glimish came out of the shutdown of Mixer when Microsoft pulled the plug on the platform. Overnight, communities were left without a home. Streamers were left without a paycheck, and technologies were left without a viable alternative to FTL. Um. To oh, alternative to the FTL product that Micro, uh, Mixer offered. To us, this event was painful to watch, and we decided that the streamers deserve better. We started working on an early alpha preview immediately to prove the technology and the business we wanted to build. We hosted a charity stream within a month and raised over $3,000 powered by our platform. Since then, we've been hard at work building the remaining features and scaling requirements for the alpha launch, and that brings us to today. Granted, this journey has not been easy. Roll into the future. Da, 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 da. Glimish is the next generation of streaming platform built for the community by the community. We know the sadly. I know AC Pixel is involved in it, obviously, because if you go to Pixel Chat. Yeah. He's... Well, he's want to make sure that his product was going to be supported there. So I know that there, that's part of mm -hmm. to do with it. But I don't know who the back, like the back end programmers. Um, moderation, staff, there's a lot of the logistics end that I am hoping that they have worked out. Uh, but at the flip up. side, at the flip side, um, there is that concern of when you don't have a partnerships program, 
or you don't have a you don't have a baseline to ensure or at least to manage the quality of the productions that are coming out of there those are the kinds of questions that I, I would hope somebody's able to answer um, but yeah I'm looking at the I have it up on screen right now the the team mm-hmm. well, this isn't... a lot of familiar names on there yeah which is good that. stuff it's really good. I'm sure it'll be a great product and everything. I don't think it'll oh, set yeah. the world on fire, maybe. But seriously, Trovo, if you go to Trovo, they straight up have sparks and a spark meter, and but they're all called something different there. I think they're called spells or something like that. Um, <laughs> spells. And embers and stuff. But it's yeah. a really great viewing experience, just like Mixer was. Yeah. Uh, and that's And that kind of community is what we thrived upon. So I'm hoping that it goes well. That's why I made sure to reserve it. And that goes into another piece of that conversation of ensuring that you're owning your own brand. Part of that means making sure that, for example, when a new platform comes out, take the opportunity to check it out. Take the opportunity to experience it. Make sure you've got your brand reserved on the platform so that you have the opportunity and you have the ability to create or diverse and robust content across multiple different platforms. Just don't, I mean, do a little bit of research first because yeah, not doing research is how I wound up with a parlor profile. Um, <laughs> I jumped on it over a year ago when it first came out and, and uh, needless to say, you jumped right I mean, off. I was in the wrong crowd. <laughs> I'm gonna share oh God I'm gonna share my stream stuff and some content here. Oh my God. It was like bringing bringing uh showing up to a party with a jello mold and a and a bow tie and everybody else is wearing swastika armbands and you're like, I think I'm 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 in the wrong place. I did not Thanks. read the invitation. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I did not. This, I think I'm due next door. My bad. Yeah. So, but that's, and that's pretty much all I got on that one. Um, but I do wish them the best. I am, I'm looking forward to the number of people that I know who are going to be getting, who are involved and who are helping out and who are continue to engage and we're going to see how it goes and I'm hoping that they find success there yeah and, but, fo- and follow us there yeah <laughs> but it is also it's a little scary especially mm-hmm. coming off on off the heels of what happened so it's one of those kind of uh, you know there's a balance to be made there's a balance to be found mm-hmm. Absolutely. so yep that's pretty much. Ooh, I somehow got five followers on Trovo. I made a profile. I did try to have there once. Multiple. Shh, I, I'm telling you. I, uh, I, they got a hold of me about, um, some partnership stuff, and I had to stop them at the music issue. Yeah, they they she got a hold like, of me too. I was like, yeah, that's not gonna work. I'm a DJ. That's literally what I do yeah so thanks but no yeah they yeah. got they came to me and um like I'm a 
I'm a Twitch partner. The money you're talking about seems neat, but uh, I can't do anything. Yep. Um, I'm adjusting windows right now so I can bring this up. Yeah, I have it up on, and I just want to show you like how mixery this is. Um, I was just going to this guy's stream. Always playing. Oh, on Trovo? Yeah. Um, on the side, you have your little markety bits, and oh, he's not doing the special event. So every month, it, it's basically like, it's basically like um, Overwatch comp, where every, every month is a season, and you have to qualify by getting a certain amount of engagement to be in the partnership program, and you get a certain amount of money. We're, we're doing that up to six thousand dollars a month um let me see here let me pull this up you earn the in-stream currency that you're earning to do a, a slot machine spin to get more stuff um interesting and you can spend your points to boost the person to the front page um, and you can see it kind of looks like a, an ember crystal there with a rocket. Um, ends in four days. Um, yeah, you can cast a spell to to boost them to the front page. Hmm, um, interesting. Yeah, they have it's 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 very well thought out. And and then there's magic chat. You can change the way chat looks for everybody by spending points. And anything that you do, like effects and stuff, go across the go across the chat and everything. Like, see, that's cute. Those those were fun things that I loved about uh, that I loved about Mixer. But yeah. uh, again, that's every everything is different, and every every platform's got their own unique thing. And that's so. Hmm. It'll be, I think it'll be interesting to see how this rolls out. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the more you share somebody's stream, the more little gems you earn, and and you use them yeah. for something. Like it's like it's they have the engagement piece down. I think like having like getting people to engage with the streams and stuff. It's 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 interesting. Nice, nice. Well, it's awesome. Yeah. Everybody else is doing cool shit except for Twitch. But apparently Twitch has cool shit in the works as far as discoverability and all that. And there's stuff supposedly happening behind the scenes right now. We'll see. Interesting. We'll see. Apparently that's their big focus is, is discoverability and faking an algorithm because... I would imagine it would be a little bit difficult to add one in. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, with regards to things we're going to scream about this week, we kind of, uh, yeah, I'm not, I've actually hit that point where I'm just done screaming and more focused on not being annoyed enough to just take a week off. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I've, 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 
reached that point. So I'm just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brain is exploding with uh, because of other people's absurdities, and I don't know how to address that. So maybe that's a topic we should we should talk about. Um, managing your stress, managing how it affects, and understanding comprehensively accepting, understanding, and seeing the effects of your own stress levels on the value of the production that you are creating. Yeah, I mean, it definitely shows. Right there. <laughs> it definitely shows when when you're not feeling it, and I know it yeah. shows when I'm not feeling it, and um, it's... If you're not feeling it, and you know you're not yeah. feeling it, just don't go live. Yeah, like, and just let your community know, communicate it, but... Rather than drag them along something that you're going to regret and probably delete anyways. <laughs> I mean, it's just like nobody wants to sit you, uh, watch you just be like, hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went yep. through a whole, like, almost two weeks of doing that. Like, <laughs> recently. Like, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just doing, I'm going through the motions right now, man. When I yep. tried to switch to nights because I got a, a job and I... God, I'm just not feeling this. And switching to nights after being a daytime streamer since 2014 is basically like deleting your channel. Yeah. <laughs> and and yep. it's like, fuck! You know? Yeah. And I have pressure on me from, like, to, to perform by uh, people who represent me and, and things like that. It was just a bad... It's just a bad... Yeah. combination of things and you could feel a penguin could feel a penguin's always there no matter what she can just she just comes in there and she watches me stare at the screen and yeah. and and get a like a 4.0 kd and cod or something you know just phoning it in <laughs> <That's hilarious>. uh, <laughs> but it's hard it's and it's hard and it's it's if you give your community enough credit to, um, if you accept the fact that your community likes what you do, be like, give them enough credit that they will understand that you need a little bit of time. Yep. Agreed. You know, and that's, I think that's one of the hardest things about being a content creator or even just a streamer is just like that constant feeling like, you have to be live like our uh, like friend of the show Harris Heller says if you're not if you're not creating content somebody else is uh, that's yep. a horribly unhealthy way to think about content creation yes uh, <laughs> you want to talk about overworked that's yeah <laughs> um, quality over quantity is always the best is the best medicine for anything yep um, especially yep. if you if you try to go for the quantity and just try to hammer an algorithm on on TikTok or or YouTube or something like that, you just end up making a TikTok and then uploading it to YouTube, and you just keep duplicating your content and hoping something sticks, and not actually making any content for the specific platform, and you just end up hurting yourself in the long run anyway. So just chill the fuck out, chill the fuck out. Exactly. Um, yeah. We have very somber music playing right now. I know you can't hear it, but it's appropriate. <clears throat> yeah. 
So that's, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. And it's kind of where I'm at. Just kind of... I can only take so much of other people's dumbness Mm -hmm. where I just either get fed up and say something potentially life-altering, which will usually get me in trouble, or I just shut up and, and sit back and don't say anything, stay out of the drama, and... You know, want to drop, you know, a mustache on my face, the permanent marker, because I'm like, hey, maybe I'll look French or I'll look different, or, you know, give myself really big eyebrows and be like, oi, you know. <laughs> maybe I'll look French. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. It, you know, like just, just to do something spastic, but also, you know. Yeah. I I was off for three days and it was funny because I was off for three days because of the snow and the ice and when I came back I had lost over almost 100 subs yeah subs not followers yeah like so you're stuck in this balance of I need to create in order to be able to make the money that I need in order to live mm-hmm or I need to take time off so that I can create better contact and content and and get myself in the right headspace. Yeah. And yeah. That's what the that's I think that's one of the the issues with the whole Twitch ecosystem and live streaming is is that Twitch can't be treated as the main piece. It just it it can't because you can't rely on subscriptions to stick around. And and that's a certain portion of your subscriptions is passive income because people just let their shit renew. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's like two dollars and fifty cents a month, you know, per per thing. And what creating a situation where you don't have to be live all the time to to make an income. Yeah, is like the goal and that's why YouTube is so important because you can once you get to the point where you can monetize your videos and your videos are getting traction you can start to make a passive income and then that and then at that point you're probably also being able to do sponsored stuff as well and that that stuff that you're that you're using to make a passive income through ad revenue can if you're doing it right draws stuff to your to your twitch and grows there and and then when you do go live on twitch you have more going on and you get more subscribers and subscribers to me are a bonus you know i can't yeah i can't if i if i relied on on subscribers i would have i would need much stronger medication than i'm on um so it's it's hard and it's hard too because back in the day it used to be like everybody was subscribing to channels on twitch yep everybody was cheering bits everybody was doing all this stuff that has fallen so much well and art think about like the economy of the world is currently at a standstill Mm -hmm. because of covid yeah and it's it's terrifying because mm-hmm. we're watching people's livelihoods and, and people, you know, their people are losing their homes. People are trying to figure out how they're going to get food on their table. 
And it's a moment where you kind of sit here and go, okay, I understand this. Definitely not going to bitch about it. People can afford what they can afford, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it's that's why the balance becomes how do I create engaging content that is going to be considered advantageous or at least improving the quality of life of the people who are watching it through joy and hope and happiness. It just it's the only thing that I can think of, the only equation that I can work out in my head to make it happen. And it's not an easy answer. In fact, there is no one single answer to the equation, but it's something that for anybody who's listening to this and thinking, what can I do different? Or if you are also experiencing this, A, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. B, you got to just keep trying different things so you find what works. Don't lose hope. But also, make sure you've got all your ducks in order, mm-hmm. you know? There's there's a lot of there's a lot of leeway in there, and I, I hate to be that guy that says, "Hey, you know, this is an answer, but it's not the answer." Mm. It's because it's it's this is a devolving industry that changes overnight in some cases. Mm. So yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, and the way people are consuming content is completely different. The way people are using Twitch is completely different than yeah. they used to when we started and. And yeah, it's, you know, old fogies like us have a hard time adjusting. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean... I don't understand your kids and your Pac-Man video games. (laughs) Your loud rock and roll music on my lawn! And your MP3s. Right. Um, Is that a BMW? (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, so yeah, not to speak for you, not saying that you're having a hard time adjusting or whatever, but it, it's, it's the burnout. Yeah. It's, I feel more susceptible to burnout now than I ever have before. Uh, f- is all- <laughs> this is- that is the worst, uh, filter ever and should never be used again. This is, what do you mean? Jesus. What do you mean? Oh. My God, get off my lawn! <laughs> what are you doing, step bro? That was inappropriate. Oh my God, there we go. <laughs> there's there, then there's the appropriateness, and there's so yeah, that's, that's my weekly f- you audio listeners because you're missing gold. Yeah. Um. So, and, and that's pretty much all I got for today. Yeah, I mean, speaking of burnout, we're gonna end it there. <laughs> there we go. I think that's um it's appropriate to just hit us with a Fuck this shit I'm out. Bingo. Fuck this yep. shit I'm out. No thanks. Ooh. Don't mind me. I'm a ju- All right, DCA. Uh, that's true. Not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> or let's do it. It's not our channel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we love you all and take care of yourselves and we're going to go take care of ourselves. Yes. And Yes, uh, we are. And we think you're awesome to your face. And uh, we may or may not see you next week. I'm moving this weekend. Oh, yeah. So we may uh, next week may not. I'm supposed we'll keep you all updated. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep you all uh, updated. Follow the Make hashtag. Sure you follow us on our Twitters. That <laughs> fucking. Uh, feel it. The, the hashtag. Um, oh, God. Um, God damn it. I can't think of it. Because <laughs> I want to say all these things about bigotry. 
Um, right. <laughs> follow. Um, Just don't say. Yeah. Lynn. It, uh, hashtag gluten is racist. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Gluten if you say no gluten in your stream, it's your way of hiding your bigoted racism. Yeah. Oh, you're gluten there free, just like you're uh, First Amendment free. Yeah, uh, right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>